May I ask you, what is your favorite color? What about this as your favorite color? How about the color October? Depending on where you live, the leaves begin to turn and then begin to fall. Lay aside your cares and ponder God's creation. does the Lord want you to think about? As most of us have delved into this season called autumn. At my house, we gathered the final tomatoes from our garden for another year last night. My, how the final picking tasted so good. Or there's my assistant who took his infant daughter and toddler son to a pumpkin patch. Or there's me watching a video of a grandson I cannot be with as he frolicked in a mountain of fresh raked leaves. Relishing in God's creation means later today walking my dog with my wife. Forget COVID and a coming election. Trust in the Lord while he may be found. Be sustained in his love. Welcome to Haven Today. Here it is Thursday. I'm Charles Morris sharing the great story that's all about Jesus. And we're in a series this week called The Chosen. The Beatles singing a classic song from 1966 on a subject not many of us are fans of. The story goes that the more the Beatles earned, the less they became friends with the tax man. Taxes, one of the only consistent realities of human society. We pay them today. And even all the way back to the first century, taxes were around. And the tax collectors were just as hated then as today. Today, we're going to look at one of Christ's most controversial followers, Levi, also known as Matthew. He was a tax collector, and most people didn't like him. His fellow Jews hated him because most of them cheated, and they became rich by doing so. But they also saw him as a traitor because he worked for Rome. So today, we're going to see how this tax collector that was all about money became a man who was all about Jesus. But before we get to that fine story, I just want to say thank you to everyone who's reached out to us over the last several days and asked for your copy of the Chosen TV series, Season 1. All eight of these episodes introduce you to people who you've read about in the Gospels, but from a unique perspective. Some of it uses what we've been calling holy imagination based on the context of the Bible as well as the culture of the day. What was Peter the fisherman like in his day-to-day life? Who was his wife? How did they get along? These are the stories that Dallas Jenkins wanted to tell so we could better understand the great story of Jesus. Last week, he shared with me the concept came from a short film he made a few years ago at Christmas time, looking at the life of the shepherds who met Jesus when he was born. He did that for his church. The idea was always stories from the Gospels but from a different perspective. So same story, but through the eyes of maybe someone different that we don't normally focus on when we do movies or miniseries about Jesus. And while I was making it, I realized, you know, there's, there's been movies and miniseries about the life of Christ, but there's never actually been a multi-season show where you can really dig into the stories and into the details even more than you can when you're doing a movie and you're just going quickly from miracle to miracle and Bible verse to Bible verse. And so I just thought that was a really interesting possibility. And that short film, very long story short, ended up being the catalyst for and the fundraiser 
for this this uh, season one of of what turned out to be the chosen that's dallas jenkins he created the chosen we'll hear a couple of excerpts from this epic tv series later in the program and then afterwards i want to send you the entire eight episode season on two dvds for your generous support of haven today would you call us after the program at 800-654-2836 800-65-HAVEN or better, go to our website, watch some of the excerpts from the show that we've posted, and then make your gift and ask for the DVD collection. Our website is haventoday.org, haventoday.org. And now we open with Sidewalk Prophets. We all start on the outside, the outside looking in. This is where grace begins. We were hungry, we were thirsty With nothing left to give Oh, the shape that we were in Just when all hope seemed lost Love opened the door for us He said, come to the table Come join We've been redeemed Take your place Beside the Savior Sit down and be set free Come to the table Yeah, 
table. That's what we just heard from Sidewalk Prophets here on Haven Today, and I'm Charles Morris, and the program is called The Chosen. Ever had an uncomfortable meal? Well, I can recall the very first time I ever went into a Korean restaurant. We were living in Philadelphia at the time. I was having lunch with a new friend, a Korean pastor, and as we started, all of a sudden, after our meal was served, Coming down from a light and falling upon my meal, the plate with my food was a large cockroach. Needless to say, I was not encouraged to eat my meal, and ever since then I've had a hard time eating kimchi. Well, Jesus could tell you a story or two about an awkward dinner party. In the Gospels, he often went against the culture and religious expectations of his day. He sat down to eat with all kinds of controversial figures. One such person was Matthew, one of Jesus' apostles and the author of one of the four Gospels. But to first century Jews and Romans, Levi, or Matthew, was a scoundrel. Here's how his calling by Jesus was portrayed in the TV show called The Chosen. Matthew, son of Alphaeus. Yes. Follow me. Me? <laughs> yes, you. Whoa, whoa, whoa. Oh. What are you doing? You want me to join you? Keep moving, street preacher. Do you have any idea what this guy has done? Do you even know him? Yes. I don't get it. You didn't get it when I chose you either. But this is different. I'm not a tax collector. Get used to different. Don't you love how the Chosen TV series has such a unique take on these beloved Bible characters? The show helps us remember that these were real humans with real struggles. But they all met Jesus. And that made the difference. At the end of that scene, you heard Peter questioning why Jesus was calling a tax collector to follow him. Did you hear the response of Jesus? Get used to being different. That's not in Scripture, but it's certainly in step with what the Gospels teach us. Christ came to this earth doing things differently than just about everyone anticipated, and that includes calling on a tax collector to follow him, Matthew also known as Levi. Here's the story as told by Mark in chapter 2. I'll pick it up for you at verse 13. Once again, Jesus went out beside the lake. A large crowd came to him, and he began to teach. As he walked along, he saw Levi, son of Alphaeus, sitting at the tax collector's booth. Follow me, Jesus told him. And Levi got up and followed him. In The Chosen, there's an extra character added a Roman centurion who protects Matthew. Matthew had become wealthy, and so had the soldier. So when he left his business for Jesus, that Roman soldier was nothing but shocked. What are you doing? Where do you think you're going? Guys, 
Let me go. Have you lost your mind? You have money. Quintus protects you. No Jew lives as good as you. You're gonna throw it all away. Yes. Glad we passed by your booth today, Matthew. Yes. Shall we? We have a celebration to prepare for. You will regret this, Matthew. What's the tablet for? I grabbed it without thinking. You can put it back. No, no, keep it. You may yet find use for it. Where are we going? A dinner party. I'm not welcome at dinner parties. Well, that's not going to be a problem tonight. You're the host. Another scene from The Chosen. It helps you feel the reality of what it must have been like. The tension, the nerves, the questions. Now let's continue to read in Mark 2. When they arrive in Matthew, a.k.a. Levi's house. While Jesus was having dinner at Levi's house, many tax collectors and sinners were eating with him and his disciples. For there were many who followed him. When the teachers of the law, who were Pharisees, saw him eating with sinners and tax collectors, they asked his disciples, why does he eat with tax collectors and sinners? And on hearing this, Jesus said to them, It is not the healthy who need a doctor, but the sick. I have not come to call the righteous, but sinners. That was Mark chapter 2. Matthew knew that he was not welcome at normal dinner parties. Even in our day, think of what a dinner table symbolizes. It's the place where, ideally, a family talks about the day and connects with one another. It's the place in a person's home reserved for friends and guests. It is a symbol of welcome. That's why in the book of Acts, it's such a big deal that Jews like Peter would sit down to eat with Gentiles. Non-Jews were outsiders. They weren't supposed to share such an intimate space with God's holy people. There are those who are in, and then there are those who are out. Picture getting an invitation to dinner from someone who ends up coming down with a serious illness. Months ago, say April or May, we interviewed several people who had contracted COVID-19, some of whom almost died. Let's say one of them, in the middle of their sickness, insisted on still hosting a dinner party. Would you go? The Pharisees tended to see people that way, at the level of their souls. People like Matthew was sick in his soul, and people who were healthy should not be sharing a meal with them. And I think if you and I are honest with ourselves, we see other people this way too. We can sometimes keep a list of characteristics in mind that make people off limits to us. We won't be seen with those who seem like they've made bad decisions in life. Maybe it's because she's a single mom or someone who struggles with addiction. Maybe it's even because of their race or their political views. We need to be reminded today that Jesus Christ shared meals with people who had been rejected by their culture. And if we're unwilling to follow him there, may he grant us repentance even today. There were a few reasons why Matthew was particularly ostracized in his community. To the Romans, he was just another Jew who happened to be willing to work for them. To the Jews, Matthew was a traitor to the Romans. This story takes place in Capernaum. 
a town that rests on the northern shores of the Sea of Galilee. As tradesmen and travelers arrived or passed through the town, they had to pay custom taxes to Rome. Matthew manned one of those tax booths, a symbol of the empire that had so burdened his own countrymen. And to the religious leaders, Matthew was no better than the sinners who polluted their villages, prostitutes, demoniacs, and the like. It was common knowledge that the tax collectors overcharged in order to line their own pockets. They were often quite wealthy because of this. And so to a Pharisee, this tax collector in Capernaum was just another thief. If anyone had sickness of the soul, it was Levi or Matthew. He was avoided like the plague. Now, if all that is the case, what does it mean that Jesus associated with him? Of all people, a rabbi like Jesus should have kept his distance, but he didn't. He stopped there at Matthew's booth on the the Roman highway that was just there next to the village. And he spoke to him, follow me, he said. And Matthew, what did he do? He got up, left his booth and followed him. That night, the very man who had been so despised hosted a dinner party at his own home. In attendance was the Lamb of God. This Messiah was at his dinner table, that place of intimate conversation and fellowship. Jesus was not afraid to get close to someone so off-limits, no matter how sick their soul appeared to others. That's what the Pharisees couldn't understand. They said, why does he eat with tax collectors and sinners? And then Jesus heard them and said, it's not the healthy who need a doctor, but the sick. And I haven't come to call the righteous, but sinners. The answer of our Lord teaches us a couple of lessons here. First, people who believe they're spiritually healthy are often the sickest of all. When Jesus says that the healthy don't need a doctor, he was referring to the Pharisees. They couldn't see their need. For that reason, they were worse off than even Matthew. We have to ask ourselves that question, am I living as though I don't need the great physician? The truth is that we need him every hour, and he's available to all call in his name. But second, Jesus teaches us here that sickness of soul is real and that he is the only cure. Of course, he's talking here about sin and righteousness. It is our sin that keeps us from fellowship with God, but we are not righteous, especially in ourselves. We need a full dose of someone else's righteousness, and that's what Jesus gives to those who trust in him by faith alone. He takes away the sickness of our sin. He cures us with his own righteousness. Like any good physician, he cleans us up and he gives us what we need to be healed. But he doesn't just do that for its own sake. He does it so we can sit down at his table and enjoy fellowship with him. And one day we will at that great supper of the Lamb. I want to see you there. I plan on being there like Matthew. Open your heart to the great physician. And let him do his work in you today. Come ye sinners, poor and needy, weak and wounded, sick and sore. Jesus ready stands to save you, full of pity, love and And 
God's free bounty glorify true belief and true repentance every grace that brings you Jacob, come ye sinners. You're on Haven today in a program called The Chosen. Weren't you encouraged to hear about the life of Matthew, the tax collector? The Lord calls sinners like him and like me and like you to worship him and to be used by him. And it's no surprise that Matthew's ability to count money and keep records would be used by the Lord later in his life to write one of the gospels we all know and read even today. He can use anyone. And that is something that comes across so clearly when you watch the Chosen TV series. 
In all eight episodes of season one, you'll better understand the human struggles of people like Matthew, Peter, Mary Magdalene, and even Nicodemus. They were people like you and me, caught up in their own day-to-day lives, but they were transformed when they met Jesus. And when you watch this unique and well-produced TV series, you'll be encouraged that Jesus can use you for his glory, even this October. So for your gift to this listener-supported ministry, I want to send you the DVD collection, Season 1 of The Chosen. You just need to call us right now. And the number to call is 800-654-2836. That's 800-65-HAVEN. Or go watch some of the clips from the series when you visit our website. And after you've done that, you can make your gift at haventoday.org. H-A-V-E-N-T-O-D-A-Y. Haventoday.org. I'm Charles Morris. Thanks for joining me. Won't you come back again as we end our week on Friday, sharing together the great story. It's all about Jesus here on Haven Today. Here for your encouragement and your walk with God. This is David Wolin with Haven Ministries inviting you to anchor your day in God's Word. Backyard fruit and vegetable gardens have recently grown in popularity. People have their own reasons for doing it, but in the end, they all want the same thing, produce. After all, what's the point if it doesn't produce? Likewise, in John 15, Jesus says our spiritual lives should also produce. He says, I am the vine, you are the branches. If you remain in me and I in you, you will bear much fruit. And then the clincher. He says, apart from me, you can do nothing. Just think about that. Trying harder won't bring lasting fruit. So what will? Only the power of Christ working in you. And your job? Abide in Christ. Anchor Devotional can help you do that. Just visit getanchor.com.